no idea when Dev starts on this. Oh, me neither. Is it now? It can't be now. There's no way. Wait, it's coming up. Okay, hold on. Okay. Places. Places. The history of film. That battle who even when the lights go dim. From James Cagney to, to Nosferatu and stunts that shock you. And dirty, dirty studios made. From wings to Top Gun, movie stars and no ones. Romantic, crazy fans that leave no real a ton. Hollywood is still from history in Hollywood. They chase the Oscar, but it's all a sham, just like Shaq and Kazam. All your dreams can come true. History, the history of film, all of it made for you. Good God, that was terrible. Hold on to your butts, everyone. It's time for film history. The, the history of film. Oh yeah, we probably should have told Shelby to do that with us. <laughs> <laughs> you want to do it again? Let's do it all together, babe. Wait, why? So, Every show I'm, I do, oh, no, like the guest no, just shuts up until we're like We're definitely the... keeping all this in. <laughs> okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. gotcha. Yeah, we can. <laughs> I've never. I need more, I need more father until for the someone says, "Hey, so. she's here," and then I get to talk. <laughs> until somebody rolls you out. Yeah. Got gotcha. you, James. Why don't you introduce your better half? <laughs> this is my. This is my better half, everyone. This is uh, the the host of very popular "Scare You to Sleep" on the Bloody Disgusting Network, and my wife, <laughs> Shelby Scott. Everyone. Hi. Thank Our you for coming and returning to the show. Yeah, yeah, I'm back. Thank you for having me back. It's been a while. I'm excited. Oh, absolutely. Longtime fans might remember you from our Nosferatu episode, uh, which is to this day our second most listened to episode yeah. uh, on the entire on the entire run of the show. So I'm hopefully that means I'm number two. Yay! <laughs> uh, all, the only thing that that tops it is our our uh, first episode, the Cagney Part One, um, and I think you know just because that's the first episode. But yeah, uh, well, and I can't hopefully. Uh, Jim, Jimmy Cagney, James Cagney. Oh my God! Either way, Jimmy uh, yeah. or cellar uh, door. James Cag. calls him Jimmy Cag. around the house because he does frequently <laughs> talk about James Cagney, and so I get them mixed Just up. Called by, by his first name, <laughs> you know, old Jimmy. I'm watching a movie with Jimmy and Bogey. That's hysterical. <laughs> And I thought, you know, Shelby made a good point. She was like, don't you want to have me on for like a horror episode? But Jurassic Park. Oh, it's scary. It's scary. Oh, it is dude, very scary. I, yeah. I, as a, that kitchen scene as a kid, oh, uh, like terrified. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Also, oh, the electric fence scene too also terrified me as a kid. Yeah. Who would have thought the guy who made Jaws to make another scary dinosaur movie? Yeah. <laughs> right, right. The guy you know, who made Jaws. It's true because sharks are dinosaurs too. So that is accurate. Mm-hmm, there you yeah. go. Yeah. You heard it here on Film yeah. History, the history of film. Sharks are dinosaurs. Yeah. Hey, oh, yeah. We, oh, we should. Old. They're older than trees. <laughs> I agree. So. Yeah. We should introduce what this episode's about. Oh, sharks yeah. are older than trees? <laughs> yeah. Look it up. What? Holy Life shit. started in I mean, the that ocean makes sense. and then moved to yeah. land. Of course. Yeah. Oh, sharks are older Damn. than trees. Oh, my God. Uh, it makes sense, but like it's, it's weird to hear. No. Uh, yeah. It makes <laughs> sense. Uh, yeah. Maybe I should tell you what we're talking about here today. <laughs> 
Uh, <laughs> we brought you Top Gun because Maverick just came mm-hmm. out. Top Gun Mav. Uh, mm-hmm. So we thought since the new Jurassic World is out, Jurassic World Dominatrix, <laughs> uh, we thought we would do Jurassic Park. Yes! I love Jurassic Park. Do you guys think that uh, that's why it's been getting bad reviews? Is people thought they were going to go see a Dominatrix film and were sorely disappointed? Like, no, Cronenberg's next door, you guys. Wrong theater. <laughs> the Jurassic World films are god awful. Like it. some of the worst things put to camera. Yeah, I Chris, swear. Chris Pratt was the wrong choice. For really that. was. Whoever, whoever's writing those was the wrong choice. Yeah. Like they're terribly written movies. I had like to, shockingly I actually bad. didn't see the one after the first Jurassic World. So I looked up like a video where they were talking about like what the plot was because I was like, I don't know if I'm gonna see it. And there's like clones and shit, like human yeah. clones. Like what? Like the human fuck? dinosaurs. Dude, nonsense. That's so crazy. Dev, have you seen all the new Jurassic Worlds? I have. And, like, it was kind of hilarious to where they were like, yo, Chris Pratt's going to treat these like a, a pack of puppies. And he's just going <laughs> to nurse these incredibly violent, terrifying dinosaurs with a snap of a finger and a pet on the nose. That's how he's going to control <laughs> So dumb, man. Yeah, no, if the T-Rex had had some lingerie on, though, you know, the Jurassic World dominatrix could have been a thing. <laughs> and it's so sad because it's like I've wanted the reunion movie forever. Like I wanted yeah. like oh, uh, yeah. uh, I it's like I wanted uh, Jeff Goldblum and uh, who's the actor who plays Sam, uh, Sam Neill. Yeah, I've been wanting those two back in a movie in a Jurassic Park movie together since forever. Absolutely, because mm-hmm. yeah, obviously like two get, was was the uh, was Jeff Goldblum show, and yeah. then three was the Sam Neill show, and I was like, I need them to come together yeah. again, and it finally happens in this train wreck of, a, of, of cinema. That sucks. Um, you know, their but, instincts were correct. They were like, we're not gonna do another reboot or another edition of this franchise because. Because we don't think it's good enough. And then lo and behold, they wait out until that till that money was right. And they're like, you know what? Fuck it. We can't say no at this point. Well, the paycheck is yeah. too big. Why not? Why not? Yeah, we've reached uh, the fuck it era. And, so, well, you know, Richard like, Attenborough. Hey, the world's going died. to hell in a handbasket. There's a pandemic. There's wars. Fuck it. I got to get mine. I want to retire right. on a beach somewhere. It's so funny because Laura Dern <laughs> yeah. just won an Oscar like a couple years ago. And I guess she's yeah. like, time for something a little easier. <laughs> There is something interesting. Like, Paul Walker died, and the Fast and Furious franchise went off the fucking rails, and Richard Richard Attenborough died, and Jurassic Park franchise kind of went off the rails. It was like... There's just something like when you when when the lovable beloved character in a thing dies, it just always they're like, well, time to go to space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) At this point, at this point, I would be down. Like it's it's already awful. Just make it weird. Dinos in space for sure. Just do it. Oh, dude, they're super. When Tom Cruise dies, that's what we're gonna see for Mission Impossible 18. Mm -hmm. He'll he'll never die. Tom Cruise would only do a Jurassic Park movie if they actually like made a dinosaur. Like if they figured out how to actually like himself. I want to ride the T-Rex. I want to be on the back and do my own stunts and actually ride the. I want to repel off a Brontosaurus down his neck. (laughs) (laughs) If this had been Tom Cruise instead of Chris Pratt, we've got ourselves a franchise. Like there's no doubt about it. Absolutely, bro. I mean, shout out to the success of Top Gun, Maverick. I mean, you guys could do a whole a whole episode on Chris Pratt and like what Hollywood wanted for him and then like what happened. You know? Oh my god. I feel bad because I like Chris Pratt as like a person. I think like he 
like he's funny. He was funny in Parks and Rec. Parks I think and Rec, that, he like, was so he... charming. That's the thing. I feel like right. he lost the charisma and charm he had from like Parks and Rec and his first few foray, like the first Guardians of the Galaxy. I thought he was really good. Yeah. But then yeah. like he did that one movie with Jennifer Lawrence, and I feel like every he got divorced and everything got weird, and he started being really religious outwardly, and like. His performances weren't that great either. It's like, I don't know what happened. Yeah, I think it's because it, it he took lost a too turn. much weight. He got too into being, you know, like, fit. And they, they, <laughs> well, that's the thing. They wanted to make him another Hollywood leading man. And, you know, they took him into the back room. And they yep. were like, drink this baby right. blood. And he was like, no, nah, right. can't do it. I'm going to go Do you remember the God Instagram now. post where he yelled at his... He, he didn't yell, but he, like, made fun of his wife because she burned, a, a like, a pizza roll. And that was going to be his one snack for the week. And she burned it. And he, like, oh shamed her on the internet roll. for it. <laughs> and it was going to be one, like, little pizza roll. Yeah. See, and no, this is uh, uh, What? Was I it, think this is absolutely his problem. He's just star No, his wife. new wife. Oh. His new... Uh, <laughs> she, isn't she, like, a, a... She's a Kennedy or something, isn't she? Yeah. He, look, yeah. he's taking oh, the right. Schwarzenegger right. route. Oh, he's like, yeah. everything. I'm going to marry into, like, royalty and, you know... Yep. They're like, escalate. She's like, oh, I'll burn your pizza roll. I could burn you real quick, bitch. All right. Yeah, I don't know. I went from loving Chris Pratt to kind of being like whatever on him in like a day. I don't know. I just yeah, woke up right? and I just. Yeah. It's so yeah. interesting. Tore the Chris Pratt poster off my wall. Then like, I'm done with you. His, his, his spell. His spell. Wait a minute. They're yeah. like, you got like famous. A flag. A... Hold on. Hold yeah. on. Let's talk about the fact that you had a Chris Pratt poster on the wall first. <laughs> we can just breeze yeah. over that, bro. Like, can we get video can we go get a chris pratt poster for you to tear off the wall for the podcast yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that'll be the promo for this <laughs> the promo for this episode is you tearing his yeah. poster off the wall <laughs> oh man well um, so jurassic park the original mm-hmm. this is 1993's jurassic park uh i would say shelby and i have a little bit of a special place in our hearts for this movie that's one of the reasons i wanted to have her on tonight uh, we Shelby went to Hawaii when she was a kid, actually, to like mm-hmm. where they filmed Jurassic Park. Yeah. She saw a bunch of that stuff. And um, and then one year for her birthday, I brought her to a yeah. props warehouse where they had all this. They had like the raptor claw. They had the the amber walking stick that John Hammond walked with. I got to hold the amber with. walking stick like in yeah. my hands. Whoa. Yeah. There's yeah. a picture of me. James took of me. And it's I'm holding the amber walking stick. It was fucking bananas. Yeah, it's so surreal. Cool. It's very crazy. We we saw a real amber thing uh, with a mosquito in it. Thought you were going to say a real dinosaur. <laughs> we saw a real dinosaur. In my opinion, we did. Okay, we saw some dinosaur eggs in real life and Whoa. an amber with a mosquito in it at this like totally off the wall Santa Barbara museum. Yeah. I was telling you about it. Yeah. I was telling you about it on the podcast, actually. Yeah, yeah. very yeah. cool. So Jurassic Park, you know, we're Jurassic Park people. I think we all also of us, recently yeah, saw it in theaters. Here. We went. We did. It. We went to this. Yeah, oh, this theater. little theater Sick. in the valley. Oh yes. man, is it still playing? No, no it was like well, a I've... one night thing, and we just oh, happened to catch it, man. and we went and saw it in theaters. And we had so never. Cool. I didn't see it as a kid, at least in the theaters. I was too young, and it was. Oh my god, it was so cool to see it on a big screen. Nice. Yeah, Not only I, was it so cool, I forgot about the plot, and it was like so much deeper and cooler yeah. than I remember. It's it's a perfect movie. It really is. It is. Uh, and this is this might be shocking to our audience because usually, like, I am not familiar with what we're talking <laughs> about. And I, I I'm surprised I you know what this Jurassic movie Park. is, Drake. To be completely <laughs> honest, yeah, I, I I love this movie. 
Um. <laughs> and Dev's got his hat on. Dev's got the like the John Hammond style hat going. I'm trying to channel Looking my inner good. paleontologist. <laughs> I love it, man. I was that, wearing it, this running nice. around Egypt and digging in the sand. So, you know, it's just exactly. digging for different stuff. <laughs> See, that's that brings up the perfect point. That is sort of that hat is sort of like this movie was this sort of like Indiana Jones-esque yeah. fantasy adventure <laughs> yeah. on an island. And yeah. like, you know, it mm. was this like, we're here to like, we're scientists mm. and we're business people. And yeah. like, it's it's just this, it really is. It's, sort of, it's so Spielberg. Yeah, like, this it's is Spielberg yeah. 101. You're right. Yeah, it's because it's like uh, Indiana Jones is like, I'm I'm a, I'm a man of, I'm a man of culture, but also I adventure. Exactly. And this is like, I'm a man of science, but Ooh. also I adventure. I adventure. And one thing <laughs> Spielberg does really well and I'm, this is there's no way to say that that doesn't come out absolutely creepy. He yeah. utilizes children really well in mu- in action movies. <laughs> so does <Yeah>. Chris Pratt. <laughs> no, I think yeah, he no, that's doesn't very true. Utilize him, and that's the problem he's got with Hollywood. <laughs> right, right. It like captures yeah. that like childlike wonder of yeah. He's for done sure. it so many times with like E. T. Mm-hmm. and I mean Indi- even Indiana Jones. It didn't age well, but like short round mm-hmm. in one of the Indiana Joneses, and like yeah, um, yeah. you know, like even like Super Eight, like you fast forward his newer stuff. Yeah, felt, for sure. yeah, and so like he's just really good at making things feel like coming down to a child's perspective and like mm-hmm. making it an adventure from that you know i think that's why mm-hmm. it it resounded so well with children and like kid like you know why we remember it so much better than probably a few other movies that came out in those you know years mm-hmm. yeah. yeah and he yeah. he his auditions are interesting too there's some there's some footage out there of like kids auditioning for some of his movies and uh like et the kid who got E.T., he, I mean, I think he's a famous guy now. I can't remember off the top of my head. He's in a lot but, of Mike uh, Flanagan stuff now. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, his his audition is out there, and Spielberg was very much like, if you killed the audition, you could be like the 150th kid, but like, you're the one. Like, wow. It, he, he gives the kid the job like right there and then. He's oh, like, whoa, you're, okay. you're hired. Cool. And same thing <laughs> happened here for Jurassic Park. The girl who played John Hammond's granddaughter she went to one audition and he just wanted her to like scream and just freak the fuck That's out. That's right. He wanted and her to scream. Yeah. 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 He just got her like freak out. There's a dinosaur. Show me what you got. And she did. And he was like, you're hired. Like, That's it. That's <laughs> cool. Yeah. He's yeah. very like, he knows what he wants when yeah. he wants it, you know? Um, and yeah, this was, this was a big one for me as a kid. I was obsessed with dinosaurs when I was a kid, so this was like my dream movie, but it was also kind of a nightmare because I was like, fuck, that's what they were really like. Huh? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. But they weren't. You yeah. know? But in my kid brain, I was like, they're not yeah. fun. How about know? Miss... Ed- no, I love Spielberg, so I'm going to preface this with this movie is fantastic and I have no way speaking negative, but how about to like the miseducation of a yeah. velociraptor and causing <laughs> oh, yeah. terror yeah, yeah. and nightmares. Yeah. When I, I'm like, I was like 30 years old when I found out, oh yeah, these things are the size of chickens. Yeah. Like what? Damn. Yeah. It had feathers. Yeah. And like, like would not have been any within a million years of a T-Rex. Yeah. Type of shit. Yeah. yeah. It, yeah. It's I mean it's it's just it's like what you know, we were talking about the Top Gun episode. We're making this for Mom Pond, Kansas. Exactly. We're not making this for you paleontologists. <laughs> oh, I, <know>. I do <laughs> remember when it came out, though. Or, like, I remember learning when I was really little, in, like, the first or second grade, having a talk with one of my teachers who was, like, 
the T-Rex was in the Cretaceous period and it was not in the Jurassic <laughs> period and like this and that and <laughs> Like, yeah. Shut up! <laughs> and also, I mean, like they're dinosaurs. Like the whole, you don't think there's enough scary dinosaurs out there that we can't get a little bit of the facts right. straight? Like, <laughs> right? Yeah, that would have been terrifying. And it's yeah. yeah, I mean, definitely like. And also, they're, they're reanimating corpses. You know what I mean? It's not like you traveled back in time. It's like we're just taking a bunch of DNA and That's fucking with sure. it. Like this. Yeah. yeah. At the That's end of the day, it's like. It's like they all live in Hawaii in 1993, you know, so it's yeah. not, or Isla Nubar, sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. Costa Rica. <laughs> but yeah, it's like none of this would, we're yeah. still, we are to this day still trying to clone a fucking woolly mammoth, yeah. which is so, such a bad idea, you know, <laughs> like yeah, so, we watched the movie. Uh, at this I point, fuck it, just do it, dude, just yeah. do dude, it. we're I, so like, close to being able to do what they did in this movie in real life now that yeah. I think, I have a theory, I think that we're going to inadvertently activate AI and Terminator and Skynet's gonna start to take over the world, and we're gonna have to bring dinosaurs back to life just to fight the AI machines. Yes, <laughs> I love it. I Robots versus dinosaurs. I hope Spielberg <laughs> listens to this episode because we got a movie on our hands here. Did, yeah. did, uh, did Spielberg do iRobot? Oh, he I don't did, remember. didn't he? Wasn't that him or AI? Was he AI? He did or AI. Robot? With, okay. Yeah. Um, right. Still. Well, we'll same cross shit. those over. Like uh, I Robot versus just. Well, if we're bringing people back. I'm bringing James Cagney back to star in it. So <laughs> if we're gonna just go ahead and reanimate corpses all day here. <laughs> to get you started off with Jurassic Park, I got to tell you a little bit about the time when it was coming out. What was going on? And I have the longest. <laughs> when are we? I have the longest when are we on film history, the history of film uh, history. Oh, I love it. <laughs> the love history it. of film history, the history of film. How about nice. that? I've got the longest one here. Wow. Good year. 1993 was insane. Like people must have thought, no, like this has to be the last year because like this is at night, like our news cycle now is very reminiscent of 1993. Whoa. I'm going to tell okay. you what all happened. Dev, are you ready for this shit? I'm strapped in and ready to go. The year is 1993, <laughs> and what a fucking wild year it was. People must have... Oh, I just said all this. Hold on. Uh, not to, <laughs> and on top of all this, we got Nirvana. Uh, okay, so we start off the, the year with uh, William Jefferson Clinton getting sworn in as America's 42nd president. Al Gore is his vice. Uh, Monica Lewinsky is so excited to be a White House intern. <laughs> That is all happening this year, 1993. We got Bill Clinton going into the office. Uh, January was also the month that four guys associated with the IRA hit a Brinks Armored Car Depot in Rochester, New York for $7.4 million. It was the fifth largest bank, hei bank heist in history. Whoa. And when you put it through the old inflation calculator, uh, they got away with about $15 million. They got away with it? Yeah. Yeah, Whoa. yeah, and I, I'm gonna put on. I, Where's that do, movie, <laughs> dude? I, actually, they did make a movie about okay. it. I'm gonna put on. Pay, we're gonna do a Patreon, like the history of heist. Oh, for cool. sure. I want to do that. 1993 was also the year that the state of Washington sentenced a guy to hang to death. Uh, the first That's time since cool, 1965. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> what? It was the old West days. They were apparently. doing hangings in '93. Yeah, yeah, in, yeah. Like yeah. in a public square. So he was a uh, he was like a real bad boy toucher. He touched boys and they hung his ass. They were like, bring back out the fucking the gallows for this motherfucker. <laughs> Did they yeah, Washington they doesn't have gallows. Play. 
I, they, I bet they had to make one. This is the first time since 1965, so that rope's yeah. got to be pretty dusty by Who now. Who still knows how to tie like a noose? Like, who's a hangman <laughs> in 93? Yeah, it feels like a lost, well, probably a lost art the by lost the time. Art. I, <laughs> think that, I think there's plenty of, unfortunately, I think there's plenty of groups with some white hooded outfits <laughs> that may know exactly No, I didn't even that. consider that. That is absolutely Dev's got a point. Yeah. Dev's got a point. Yeah, the lost art of uh, fighter planes and the lost art of nooses that's what we've been talking about on these on these episodes uh, they're like i know a guy who can do this you're not gonna ask me questions about who he is he's just he's gonna come in i got Isn't a black hood a King for of the him. hill episode like that where dale signed a list so he could be the one to like legally inject someone and it turned out that oh, it was a yeah. really long list yeah. yeah that's right that's right genius genius oh, wait but, but did uh, they do it publicly i actually that I don't know. I you bet know, they did. They would do. Pub- they still did public hangings in like the fifties because that was part of um, uh, the famous uh, hanging that's in the center of that one famous book that I get, Capote. Um, and um, they would do it privately by then. It would be done in like uh, a, really? a building on the property of the jail or of the. Well, what's oh, the fun in that? that? Why all the pomp and circumstance if nobody's going to see it? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Know. They need to sell tickets. Like, yeah. Just, just put one behind the head. Ammo was they would cheap, let like so a lot of reporters in, though. They would let reporters in. So people, uh, I'm sure there were people who were like, yeah, I'm a reporter. Look, I got a hat and everything. And like, so, yeah, so, is it, that explains what happened to our news cycle. These reporters right? just started they, watching they hangings. They sensationalized yep. it, you know, like that by making yep. it exclusive to see a hanging, you know. I would love to see Hunter S. Thompson on like his fourth tab of acid at a hanging. I was just about to say that. I was <laughs> like, like that's, God, man. that would have been such a Hunter move to take acid and go watch a hanging. They're putting the rope around his neck. Good God. It's like a snake. Good God. You can go back and read. The reporters would write like minute per minute, like second by second, like what was happening, what the person was saying, who was wearing what, like literally like a red carpet, but for a hanging. So creepy. Mm-hmm. Yikes. Red carpet spray. So yeah, this when, dude... I was a, when I was a ghost tour guide in St. Augustine, I was at the old haunted jail, and I would dress as one of the prisoners who got hung there. And I would jump out in the jail cell and oh, tell right. the story of that prisoner, how he got wow. hung, and then take the group outside to the tree where I got hung from. Holy so shit. I, it was, it yeah, was that explains a lot. <laughs> Why am I twisted? You know, I have no idea. And that guy's that just like, that's not how it happened. Like- yeah. <laughs> so 1993, was the. Uh, this was also the year that the World Trade Center was bombed uh, with a car bomb this year. So before 9/11, there was 19 fucking 93. Well, there's one in like 75 uh, too, wasn't there? Yeah, yeah. It got attacked yeah, it a got few a, times. But this was Osama times. Part One. Yeah, yeah, that's right. This was like the beginning of Osama's run. The the, ori- the original planes, trains, and automobiles. <laughs> yeah, first it was an automobile. Yeah. Or, well, it wasn't first, but this time yeah. it was an automobile. They only killed six, luckily. They injured over like a thousand though. So okay. So we got the World Trade Center being bombed. We got a guy being hanged. Just to keep you up to up to speed here, this is also the fucking year that Waco happened. Oh shit! Yeah, this oh, is the uh, a warrant for the arrest of David <laughs> Koresh leads to a 51-day standoff at his compound between heavily armed followers and the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms, where four agents and five Branch Davidians were killed in this like fucking battle. I'm sure we've talked about it on the show before. Yeah. But Waco happens this year. Yeah, as yeah. Well. By the way, the uh, TV show Waco, great fucking show. So good. Oh, yeah. So we good. watched that. Yeah. Yeah. Taylor Kish plays uh, David Koresh. Fucking amazing. 
Uh, and you know the, the ATF web- you know, maybe didn't make such great decisions back then. Yeah, yeah. I'd say the I'd say the ATF came in a little heavy-handed for that one, just a little bit. <laughs> you know, burning a, a house full of kids. Whoa! Uh, oh, oh yeah. Oh God! Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Jesus. Yeah, that's they, what they... happened. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know nothing about Waco besides oh, the fact yeah. that it, it, a thing transpired. For Waco. <laughs> Spoilers they for pumped, Waco. They pumped the bottom floor full of like flammable gas and then just set Burned it a bunch of Jesus. women and children. Yep. Yeah. Whoa, I gotta watch this show. Yep. Yeah. And that mm-hmm. dude, the dude who ran that raid also ran like other it's like other FBI and ATF famous raids where Why? he also killed a bunch of innocent people. Why is tobacco yeah. and firearms the same department? It, it, it was that it's so old and also the ATF is so fucking overpowered. That's for a different episode okay. uh, right. that they can do literally anything <laughs> to you. And right yeah, I can't do it. <laughs> yeah, we got T-Rexes with lingerie <laughs> to talk about. All right, all right. Uh, <laughs> uh, 1993 is also the year that the West Memphis Three was convicted. I was this just is talking all, about them. Remember? I know. The West know. Memphis Three. Oh, this is boy. good podcasting Again. is what I'm telling my husband. Like, remember when we had that conversation? That no one was there for? <laughs> uh, it'll, it'll be some reading for tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This was the year, uh, in better news, I guess, this was the year an executive order is, just, is issued requiring the United States Air Force to finally allow women to fly warplanes. And also was the uh, Don't Ask, Don't Tell bill was this year. Bill Clinton did Don't Ask, Don't Tell. You win some, you lose some, I guess. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) They were letting women fly jets. Next, they're going to let them vote, drive drive cars. See, I told you, when you let them drive the cars, they start driving the planes. (laughs) (laughs) But don't tell me for gay, though. I like the mystery. Yeah, I like the mystery. Uh, and it all it all kind of makes sense too because they were really trying to pump our military up for numbers. This is also the year that Mogadishu happened. Remember the movie Black Hawk Down? Oh, I, I never saw it though. Oh, right, but yeah. that incident, the oh, incident I, I don't know in, what it's about. in Somalia. Oh, gotcha. I, I assume we, a bird is involved. Uh, the Delta yep. Force. Uh, yeah, <laughs> okay, yeah, cool. A bird's involved. Just know that <laughs> okay. you gotta watch it. Um, Delta Force went to Mogadishu. Uh, nope, to, babe, don't. Nope. Yep. Okay, yeah, gotcha. He can talk yep, about yep. Black Hawk Down for. Nineteen ninety three, we got Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, Animaniacs, Rocco's Modern Life, and Bill Nye the Science Guy. Power Rangers is only nineteen ninety three. Is that older than that? No, ninety three. Debut on Fox Kids. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. I, for, I for some reason I thought that like day back to like the seventies. I want to do an episode. Oh my god, of that. you thought that it was, was from the seventies? It looks like it was from the seventies. Yeah, that's true. Do, yeah. Definitely, but no. Because yeah. it wasn't it wasn't originally like back a, then is interchangeable. You know. Was it originally a Japanese show that they moved over here? Though? Oh, maybe. They used yeah, like, so yeah, true. like um the I know that the the what were they called the gray guys were like I know a lot of those were Japanese the putty, actors the and the men. people actually in the suits when they were in the suits weren't the the white actor or like you know the American actors they were right. I'm pretty sure they were like they would, um were like Japanese people. actors. Okay, but the, but the yeah. American show was in the '90s, right? Yeah. Okay, 93. that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, that I want to do an episode on that. That show was so they they like didn't pay those kids at all. Whoa, really? Well, like, well, yeah, they had like they said, a like, lot of. There's a lot of tragedy wrapped up in the. Power yeah, Rangers. really? Oh, shit, yeah. One of them one killed guy. his roommate with a sword or some shit. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah, yeah. yeah the red the Ranger, yellow ranger sure. died like immediately after in a car accident. Like, there's <laughs> oh, all. Ca- right. It's like one of those kind of cursed shows. Like, but it was yeah. so. Like, people don't talk about it that much. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. Whoa, holy shit. Yeah. That's wild. I would, yeah, let's do a history of, uh, let's, do, let's do an episode on Power Rangers. I don't know, go, is that go, film go, history or history of everything? Uh, it could be film history. Yeah, cool. Go, Love go, it. Power Rangers. Mm-hmm. 1993, Scientology gets this tax-exempt status this year. So oh my nice. God. Good for them. Yeah. <laughs> the That's the beginning realized. of the end. That was it. That's the sign <laughs> that of the apocalypse. <laughs> I'm telling you, 93 was so fucking crazy. River Phoenix died at the Viper Room this year. Really? In 93, yes. Um, other celebrity deaths, Audrey Hepburn, Dizzy Gillespie, Thurgood Marshall, Cesar Chavez, Conway Twitty, Bill Bixby, and Frank Zappa all Dang, Zappa the like fuck the out of here. it's like we had a couple Shit. years ago where we lost, like, lost a million yeah. celebrities all at once. Yeah, yeah. To be it fair, really is. I'm really surprised that any of those celebrities lasted as long as they did. So, like... <laughs> <laughs> really Frank, quick. Frank I, Zappa I, should have been kicking the bucket in the 70s. Yeah, for sure. I want to clarify what I was thinking of. So Power Rangers is based off a Japanese TV show, Super Senpai, which did start broadcasting in 1977. Okay. okay. So that's what I was thinking yeah. of. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah so, that makes sense. I knew I knew Power Rangers. Sense. <laughs> yeah. And then we brought it over here and we're like, kids, you want to do this show for free? Get over there and do a bunch of crazy, beat the shit out of each other. We're River not going to pay you anything. Died. Where are you crying like about? Yeah. props in pool Want to end up like River? <laughs> These swords are real, by the way. Uh, you want to end up like River? <laughs> Oh, my God. Yeah, we wanted River to be in it, and he didn't want to. See what happened to him? Uh, so <laughs> this year we had the 65th Academy Awards hosted by Billy Crystal. They are held at the Dorothy Chandler Pavilion in Los Angeles this year. Oh, not the other place? No, nope, not the other Man, place Man, can't wait till we get to that episode. Of- yeah, in 2045. <laughs> we'll definitely get to that one. <laughs> Where is this Dorothy Pavilion? It's at the Amundsen Theater. It's downtown. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. What uh, what won Best Picture in 1993? Uh, Clint Eastwood's Unforgiven. Ah. He won Best Picture, Best Director, uh, and a, a few other things. Wow. Two other ones. And uh, it's a very good movie. It's cool. Very, that's a really good old Western. That was when Clint Eastwood was still pumping out the hits. Yeah, yeah. Back, back. Yeah. Oh, my God. Did you see Cry Macho? No. It is... I'm not kidding. This is not an exaggeration. It's the worst movie I've ever seen oh in my, my entire God. life. <laughs> the worst you. movie. I it is the you. only movie to like this day I've ever fun walked bad out of. bad or like no. bad? No, I walked out. It's the only movie I've ever walked out of the theater. Oh, damn. I walked out halfway through. I literally couldn't sit through it. I wish Clint oh. had just kind of hung up the old... I wish he had hung yeah, up... Yeah, he should have stopped It was after ago. Million Dollar Baby. Yeah. I think yeah. that was it. That should have been the last one. You know? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Um... Is that after Gran Torino? I was about yeah. No, I think that was before. Gran Torino was good. I, yeah, he, he, Gran Torino could should have been spent the end of it. Yeah, yeah. Gran Torino but, was good. Anyway. It was ridiculous, but it was pretty good. Shout out uh, to my homie Dreamer Walker who played uh, the granddaughter of good old Eastwood in that. Dream is a beast. That was one of her first big gigs. Cool. Hell yeah. No, he's great. He's a legend. I worked with him one time way back in the day, and he was really cool. He nicknamed me Bullet Bob <laughs> on set. Uh, very cool. A huge legend. I just think, you know, you get to... Yeah. I always say it, man. You got a certain amount in you. Yeah. And then, you know, Quentin Tarantino knows. He's like, I'm yeah. going out. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, getting yeah, out yeah, of here. Ten. You know, yeah. 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 I, I believe in it. Got no one to walk away. Yep. Got no one to fold him as can you rock. I think he's going to come back with something else. He's, Who Clint just, or yeah. Clint, oh no, yeah Clint Tarantino's Tarantino. totally yeah. yeah Brad Pitt said he was giving in giving away he was turning in his SAG card back in like 2015 yeah. Yeah. well you know. he, he always said 10 and he's got one left in that on that list yeah. but also he's also supposed to be doing a Star Trek yeah, movie and he said R Star and he Trek. said that doesn't count as one of his 10 so he's already kind of like <laughs> he's okay. already kind of 
play fast and loose with that number, but we'll see. Ten originals is what he meant. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the song of the year in 1993 is, uh, besides the fucking funeral march, you know, that's playing <laughs> constantly, is I'll Do Anything for Love by Meatloaf. Great fucking great, song. Great song. Great song. That was given to us in 1993. So, yeah, your interview, Bill Clinton, World Trade Center bombing, Dude Gets Hanged, uh, Mogadishu, plagues. There were some plagues and floods going on. I didn't even get into that because otherwise we would just be here all day. And uh, Nirvana. Nice. So that's what you got. This is also when the European Union was established. Holy oh. shit. Really? Yep. Whoa. Damn. That's much oh, later than I thought. I do have to... One more thing about 93, though. I've got to give you some fucking movies that came out because that is okay. also a whole thing. So the movies that come out this year, Tombstone, Sandlot, Last Action Hero, Demolition Man, Carlito's Way, Robin Hood Men in Tights, What's Eating Gilbert Grape, Hocus Pocus, Rookie of the Year, Hot Shots Part Due, Coneheads, Homeward Bound, The Secret Garden, Adam's Family Values, Dennis the Menace, Dazed and Confused, Cool Runnings, Indecent Proposal, Rudy, Schindler's List, Sleepless in Seattle, The Beverly Hillbillies Movie, Groundhog Day, True Romance, The Firm with Tom Cruise, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 3, and Jurassic Park. <laughs> Good Lord. What a lineup. What a line! Do you want? It's like Marvel this and Marvel that and Marvel this and Marvel that. <laughs> Spider-Man one and Spider-Man mm-hmm. two. Do you want to take a guess at which two of those movies? Are oh Jurassic my Park. god! I've, I've only seen two of those movies that you just listed. Do you want to guess which two of those are? <laughs> Shit, that's gonna be a Schindler's hard one. List. No, I've never seen Shinner's List. <laughs> Gilbert yeah, Grape. Never seen Gilbert Grape. You're a Leo I know. fan. Conan. No. Oh no. 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 You haven't seen Sandlot. No. No. Oh my oh, god. Oh man. So I now I just want to go cry. You said Groundhog's Day, right? Yeah. I've seen Groundhog's Day. Oh love my that. God, the worst one in the list. And Demolition Man. Uh, I, I okay. love Demolition, Demolition Man. Man's good. At least <laughs> oh, you, you know balanced what? it I out have, there. I actually have a film history thing to talk about with Gil- Gilbert Grape because I was listening to your Titanic episode. This was months ago when it came out, or however long ago it came out. And all of you motherfuckers said that Leonardo <laughs> DiCaprio was an unknown who hadn't done anything. And I immediately texted my husband and was like, he was fucking nominated for an Oscar for What's Eating Gilbert Grape. And I need to come on the show and yell at all of you. I was like, yeah, I was literally one of those people who listened to podcasts and was yelling at my radio. I was like, I cannot believe they're saying this right now. <laughs> So Stand that was my bone to pick with this podcast. Thank you. I will. Um, <laughs> That's very fair. Seed the rest of my time. Um, Thank you. You finally got the. You finally got it off your chest. <laughs> well, our apologies to the listeners because I'm probably sure that happens all the time for people. Oh, I'm yeah. sure. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Hey, yeah. we 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 got to slip in something. The <laughs> yeah, we got to slip in something super wrong every once in a while to encourage people to comment. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, tell us what's wrong. At least there's something. <laughs> yeah, I'd rather her, bad attention than no attention. Yeah, hit her comments on IG. Um, <laughs> if I, you're hitting me, I know you love me, okay? <laughs> or, By the so way, James is. did, like, he defended all of you, and he was like, well, he wasn't a heartthrob yet. <laughs> it's like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, listen, you know. But uh, 90, Whatever. 93, also, the year I was conceived. Oh, that's right. Oh, this yeah. is Drake's Yay. conception. Your parents were fucking a Jurassic Park. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly, yeah. That's... Dev's parents fucked to Top Gun. Yeah, exactly. Drake's parents fucked to Jurassic Park. <laughs> My parents were probably oh. fucking to, like, uh, <laughs> I won't say it. Never mind. My parents listen to this sometimes. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, no, I, it's, I, I feel like the... 
the movies in our bur- at our conception year like have oddly defined us really accurately. Like Dev <laughs> is the human version of Top Gun, and I I've, I would like to think I'm the human version of Jurassic Park. There you go, I dig it. So I, I was I was conceived to like Mississippi burning, or something, you know. Uh, <laughs> you we'll find out during Waterworld. <laughs> that would make Which, sense. By the way, like you know, Waterworld only was made in what ninety five. So like, I bet you Spielberg was you know Costner the cause saw like oh shit look what Spielberg did in Hawaii that seems dope. We can yeah. Do that. Little Let's did he know there. that Spielberg and his production team had the foresight not to film in a fucking hurricane. Yeah. Hurricane yep. season. Yeah, you remember? On yes. the water. Spielberg passed on it. He pa- he also yeah. told the director don't film on open water. Yeah. He was yeah. like don't do it. He was like it's I did the most I, difficult. <laughs> I did a water yeah. movie once that was way smaller scale than what you're talking about yeah. and that was the worst thing I ever decided to do. <laughs> Top Gun did it no problem. Just saying. So whatever. But uh <laughs> they filmed in the air. They filmed in it. Well, they were also in water, you know. Yeah, big, but those big boats. That water, they're on like a giant city in the middle of the water. <laughs> That's very true. That like is very a, true. A giant ship, arguably the largest ship ever created by man, with like 2,000 people living on it. It's a little different than a floating wood barge with a boat made out of sails where you drink your own piss. I still love the story about them kind of just letting Kevin Costner float away. Like, goodbye. Oh, my part. God. That's our favorite story in the history of this show. Yeah, yeah, Almost yeah. No probably the hardest we've ever laughed on this show. They to were this just day. like, how long do we wait until we go get him? I am going to make a movie about the making of Water. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. That would be incredible. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Now, most of you do know about the plot of Jurassic Park, but I'm going to give you, just in case, just like a Reader's Digest version here today. Uh, Now, this was based on a book. Drake, did you know that? I did, actually, yeah. Michael Crichton? (laughs) Yeah, you do know about Mm -hmm. Jurassic Park. Sorry. This is based on a book by Michael Crichton, who also wrote Westworld. Mm -hmm. Uh, The guy was obsessed with weird theme parks that go bad. You know, I love it. I love that. Think about it. Jurassic you know, Park, somebody West had a bad World. experience in yeah. Knott's Berry Farm. Little Mikey didn't uh, like Knott's Berry so much. Yeah, yeah not scary indeed. Michael Crowden also had weird ideas about global warming, but we're. Oh, he was a total fucking weirdo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. why I love that. He's a strange His books man. are fantastic yeah. because he was smart enough to make them like terrifying, but also he was like such a weirdo. Like, oh, yeah. My God. Yeah. Shelby put it a good way yesterday. She was saying he's he's like Stephen King, where like if you're a fan of that dude, you're a fucking fan. You know, <laughs> like any movie that gets made out of his books, if you're a reader of his stuff, you go. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he was definitely yeah. And I think he's one of the sci-fi masters, and it, yeah. it, he did sci-fi in a different way, in my mm-hmm. opinion. You know, because this is science fiction. I mean, yeah. mm-hmm. Jurassic Park is absolute pure sci-fi. Yeah, yeah. Which yeah. Could and if you be read true. any of his other books, it's like clear he's science fiction. They get very yeah. Science fictiony, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I got to read the book. Apparently, Jurassic Park is dark. Really? Yeah, yeah. I heard it's very different. Yeah. yeah, the book is different. I think the book, I think Westworld was like the show that they made and the movie in the seventies was probably more the tone that he would have liked for Jurassic Park. Mm. You know what I mean? I bet he was looking for darker. Yeah. yeah. Um, not that there was anything. Yeah. I don't think he disapproved of the movie, yeah. but I bet he would have loved take for this it to still be. Take really this really dark story and book and give it to the guy who made E.T. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not only was he still alive, Steven Spielberg was friends with him. So Steven Spielberg and Michael Crichton 
are the way this all came to be. Michael Crichton was also a physician. He was a doctor, mm-hmm. and he was developing a show. He had already, you know, Westworld was in the seventies. Michael Crichton's already mm-hmm. huge. He's a big author. He's a big. He, they've also already adapted his stuff. Mm-hmm. He's already got a one point five million dollar adaptation fee. He's George R. R. Martin of the basically yes, yeah. exactly. Uh, and he's hanging out with Spielberg because they are developing a show called ER back in the day. Oh my god, that was what? Michael Crichton and Amblin Entertainment created really? ER. Holy yeah. shit! What a yeah, that's departure. crazy. So Did you crazy. Know that Michael Crichton was also almost seven feet tall. What? what? Yeah. No, he was a Look tall. Look up his weirdo. height. He was like he was somewhere near seven feet tall. I forgot so, exactly whoa. how tall he was. A dinosaur. Yeah, he was, he just, was a real. He was just <laughs> this like doctor who was like this giant fucking weird science guy. Like I love, I I love him. I was so sad when he died. Yeah, he was Bill Nye, but way darker, way scarier. <laughs> and you gotta and, uh, think like I, you know, this was being Jurassic Park was being made at the same time as Schindler's List was being made. Yeah. 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 Or yeah, it was one after so, the other. Like, I, yeah. I'm um, sure. I'll get how, into it. how is that job how do you, on like, set? Your mindset. Yeah, exactly. Like, yes. Go back and Spielberg. Yeah. Uh, it, it's I mean, so they're both monsters like, hunting people. Yeah. Well, it's yeah. it's so cool that like that Spielberg like both. Two directors can live in one body. Uh, yeah. Like in this, he put out the post the same year he put out Ready Player One. Wow! Like man. that's just like I could not describe two more it's different movies. It's yeah, a dream, man. <laughs> so, but it, and it, it gets interesting. Oh, he was six foot nine. By the way, I looked it up. Jesus. Holy shit! What a monster! Awesome. For somebody that, for somebody that's five six, that's damn near seven feet. I just call it seven feet at that point. <laughs> yeah, that's seven feet tall. That man couldn't fit in my car. But uh, so in this particular Michael Crichton theme park extravaganza story here, the theme park is on Isla Nubar and is more of a zoo than a park, but this zoo doesn't have ordinary fucking animals, all right? We don't got your fucking goats, your, your pedestrian oh, elephants. You know how you go to the zoo to see goats? You know how <laughs> that's the way you go to the zoo to go see? It's a petting zoo, you know? Are the goats? Yeah. They do have Maybe goats. They're just used for a different purpose. <laughs> yeah, that's actually a good point. They did have fucking goats. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, this theme park has dinosaurs. Dinosaurs. <laughs> Dinosaurs. DNA. DNA. So this was the idea of Dr. John Hammond, the CEO of InGen, or International Genetics Technologies. And Hammond is this, like, kooky billionaire venture capitalist from Scotland who had invested loads of money into cloning dinosaurs on this island. And uh, paleontologists discovered this prehistoric rock of amber, basically like ancient tree sap, that a mosquito had gotten trapped in, you know, way back in the day of the dinosaurs. And they were able to extract DNA from this mosquito, uh, inject it into dino DNA. (laughs) This mosquito had been sucking on dinosaurs. And uh, they were able to extract the DNA and mix it with frogs uh, to fill in the gaps of the genome sequences of the dinosaurs and to prevent breeding, all the dinosaurs, the dinosaurs were made female by direct chromosome manipulation. This was also, you know, right out of the book, of course, except for 
The book's a little bit different. John Hammond apparently was like way fucking darker in the book. They mm. Steven Spielberg made him this like affable old guy, mm-hmm. and in the book he wasn't. He was uh. like just fucking evil, you know. Uh. Yeah, well, in the movie he's more like I didn't mean for it to go wrong. I yeah. just yeah. want people. I want my grandkids to have a good time. Yeah. Like, <laughs> right. I one of my favorite speeches. In like all of cinema is the is the flea the flea circus speech. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, yeah. that's such a yeah. that's really good. I love that writing. That's yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, it was Gene. That seven foot tall man. I, I'm mm-hmm. all that all that blood had to travel so far up to the brain to create all these ideas. <laughs> look, by the time it got look there, he the was fleas. crazy. He was nuts. <laughs> <laughs> the ideas that started at the feet never reached the head quite the same. You know, it's like a game of telephone. Uh, <laughs> so. Nothing could go wrong here. We're just cloning, you know, Donna saw us. Uh, Everything's going to go well until it doesn't. Uh, After a dinosaur handler is killed by a velociraptor, the park's investors, represented by lawyer Donald Gennaro, demanded a safety certification. Remember all this shit? Mm-hmm. This is mm-hmm. I, I did not it remember like this the until we went to Sorry Zone. for like them mm-hmm. going to the island before it was actually open. Yeah. yeah, they they basically like wanted to pay the scientists to just like sign off and be like, no, it's poggers, it's, dude. It's, yeah, yeah, it's good. It's good. Yeah, I just totally forgot this was basically like insurance fraud. Mm, like this yeah. whole thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jurassic Park was insurance fraud. And so. leave it to Newman to ruin it all. Fucking Newman, <laughs> man. Newman. <laughs> so the lawyer, he invites this mathematician, Ian Malcolm, mm-hmm. the hot, the hottest mathematician you've ever ever seen you know and uh just like sweaty chest hair mathematician the fucking the water trick yeah oh my god, oh my god. what a douchebag <laughs> we loved him though like we were yeah. all in love with this guy i think in the yeah. book he like actually just like has sex with uh what's his name's wife oh, really? like yeah i'm pretty the sure fuck? they just fuck at some this point. is the sexiest jeff goldblum's ever been because now he's weird Peak. now he's just a weird dude yeah he is weird yeah <laughs> it's true man Those it's like you look at you look at jeff goldblum now and, you'll, and he's not the same guy who was in jurassic yeah. park at some point he just he became willy wonka like yeah <laughs> he's he's <laughs> the willy wonka i feel apartment. like most people who have this amount of longevity in hollywood don't turn out you know, really well balanced. At the that end is of the definitely day. a theme here. It's definitely a theme here. Did today. you guys ever see the clip where Jeff Goldblum found out that, uh, um, like, when that Sony had like pulled like Tom Holland from from uh, the Avengers movies at no. one point, like when negotiations broke down? No, I'll send you that clip after this. It's hysterical. He's like, no, Tommy. <laughs> We can't do this. <laughs> oh my god! It's like you never know if he's being serious. I've, I've told it a million yeah, times. Yeah, he had like this. he had like an emotional breakdown because Sony and like uh, Disney were like fighting over the rights of Spider Man. <laughs> I've told him a million times on this show, but he gave me a migraine and I acted class once. It's it's like my first Jim LA story. Has an emotional breakdown if his French fries aren't cooked properly. You know? <laughs> Shelby and I saw him at an airport once. Yeah, we saw him at the airport one time. Yeah. He was like, Ugh. Uh, <laughs> love him, but <laughs> yeah. But he, this is back when he's sexy, John Malcolm. Yeah, the lawyer invites Ian Malcolm, and then John Hammond. He's like, well, fine, I'm going to invite my people. He invites paleontologist Alan Grant and paleobotanist Ellie Sattler. 
And uh, this was like, you know, upon arrival, that's the big scene where they see the Brachiosaurus for the first time, and he's all like, they do travel in hoods, you know. <laughs> Song sparks also, adventure. Absolutely. Talk about, we'll get into that, but talk about the revolutionary framing and how yeah. Spielberg framed the way he framed the shots especially that opening shot of being close punched into them and then the reveal of that tall brosaurus i mean that right there is like groundbreaking and like revolutionized directing for a lot of aspects of like how to portray this you know how to get an emotional reaction at scale for something that's not even in the frame and how to create that so yeah yeah for sure and it's still like we just saw it recently in theaters, like we were talking about in that little movie theater, and it still it blows you away. Like yeah. that scene is just yeah. so fucking perfect, dude. Um, and so then they uh, things start to go bad. You John know, wait, you forgot. No, John Hammond had to invite his grandkids just for good measure because we oh, need an element of danger because they for children. To know, yeah, like <laughs> the kid demographic. That's right. That's right. He wanted to get his kids there uh, for the safety inspection. Yeah, <laughs> thought the kids would love it. That's what the thing though. The that he like, says something about how like wrong. if I didn't think it was safe, I wouldn't have brought my own grandchildren or something. Like, oh, I think it's so, so safe. He, I'm bringing my own grandchildren. So he's using his grandchildren as, as, as pawns for his yeah, insurance for, yeah. scheme. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. They're props. You don't become a billionaire without being a sociopath. So amen, you know. amen. Yeah. Yeah. Elon Musk is bringing his grandkids. <laughs> yeah, I brought these props that look like children. <laughs> I don't remember their names, but. We briefly interrupt this programming to let you know that Film History, the history of film, is brought to you in part by the support that we get over at Patreon.com. That's Patreon.com slash Film History, the history of film. Shout out to our first two patrons, Dylan Smith and Tiger Lily. A lot of work goes into producing this show, and we're still very much an independent operation. So the direct support that we get from our fans really does go a long way. If you're interested in seeing how you could become a patron, head on over to patreon.com and you're going to get some bonuses for your money. So if you're a fan of the show, you might also be interested to hear what doesn't actually make it in. Uh, Believe it or not, there's actually like hours of cut content that just doesn't fit into the episode. And so we're giving you that at the $5 tier of our outtakes compilation. Every month you're going to get a collection of some of the best bits that didn't make it in. At the $10 tier, you're going to get at least one extra bonus episode of something. In the month of April, that was a special report on the crimes of Ezra Miller. And we also did an industry roundtable on the Giant Depp trial. So if you're already nostalgic for that, you can check that out as well. And then last month, we did Conversations of Friends, a conversation with one of our industry friends. And we just discussed some stories about working in Los Angeles. And we also got a little bit into the background of the show. This month, Dev is preparing a History of Everything episode, which is basically film history, but on a different topic. This month's topic is History of Musical Theater, and it's fascinating. Then at the $15 tier, you're going to get a history of game history, the history of games, which is a show that I write, and it is this show, but about games. I do a lot of research into uh, pretty interesting video game topics, and just like a film history, everything's way more fascinating than you think it would be. But go take a look for yourself. We have a bunch of different tiers at a bunch of different price ranges, and you're going to find a link to that in the description of this episode, as well as a link on our Instagram and on our Twitter. And it's also just patreon.com slash filmhistory, the history of film. Consider becoming a patron. Shout out to Dylan. Shout out to Tiger Lily. Thank you guys so much for your support. And now, without further ado, 
back to the episode. Things start to go bad pretty pretty quickly here. You know, things aren't good. Um, first of all, they discover these broken shells of dinosaur eggs. And Grant concludes that these dinosaurs have indeed been fucking. Mm-hmm. All right. Somebody out there has been fucking. We don't know how. Life uh, finds a way. We can like, all say it. You th- I'm no scientist, even though I'm wearing a scientist hat. But I think that... <laughs> I think that it just makes common sense that, like, if you make all the dinosaurs female, there's going to be more likelihood that they're going to reproduce because they have reproductive organs. Versus, That's very if you make true. them all male, they're ain't, they can fuck all they want. They ain't making kids. That's like, true. They would have just been like jerking how off. many intersex creatures there are in the wild. Yes. Like, yeah. We, yeah. And it's like, and we don't know how the dino, like, we don't really yeah. know what all, how all the dinosaurs reproduced, you know? That's very like, there are true. some sharks who give live birth and some sharks who lay eggs even now. It's like, so, I don't know why yeah. it would be like, oh, yeah, we got it covered. They all laid eggs. We found eggs <laughs> for it. It's fucking Park. God, you wing it. That's his philosophy. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Jurassic Park said trans rights. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. yeah. That's right. They're I, like, hey, I you stand can, for you it. Can, you can change. Yeah. It's all good. Pride Damn month, right. baby. No, you and guys also. Are flesh-eating monsters, but we'll make sure you have your right rights. Like, what? Oh, my well, God. And I think it also was pretty, it was pretty accurate commentary on, like, John Hammond as this, like, uh, venture capitalist who fancies himself a fucking scientist all of a sudden, you know? Mm. So, like, yeah, there was a science yeah. mistake because this yeah. thing is being funded by a billionaire, yeah. not someone who's actually, who knows yeah. what the fuck they... Well, that this, is one a, reason, one yeah. thing I'm, I was excited about for the new one, I haven't seen it yet, but with B.D. Wong playing the scientist again from the first movie, like... He oh, had right. a very small part in the first one, but he was the one who introduced like the raptor breeding yeah. program. And yeah. Sam Neill was like, what the fuck are you doing? And he's yeah. like explaining it to them. And then apparently he has a cam- I know he has a cameo in the new one. He was in the trailer. And I was like, that would be the character to bring back. Like, yeah, dude, sure. you're the one who did all this fucking shit. Like, yeah. he just had yeah. the money, but you're the one who did all the science to make all this shit happen. And now there's dinosaurs everywhere. Yeah. He's like, um, <sighs> He's like the guy who, McAfee, he's like oh, McAfee scientist <laughs> on that weird island. Yeah, yeah, but <laughs> just making drugs for him. Yeah, yeah. They're like, we don't know what we're doing either. Yeah, All right. Uh, he just gives us chemicals to mix together. Drugs? Oh, find a way, dude. <laughs> yeah. I'll make you some meth, John. <laughs> McAfee um, finds a way. <laughs> Damn, that dude died. I forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, maybe, yep. supposedly. He was disappeared. Supposedly. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> but no, these, these dinosaurs are breeding because uh, this occurred because of the frog DNA. Some West African frogs can change their sex in a single sex environment. Mm-hmm. So again, it's this sci-fi thing. Mm-hmm. It's like it's it's there. The science is there. This is fictional, mm-hmm. but it is based in some, you know, in this weirdo. I, I love that. I they love, I love just frogs. enough science. They should they have used the wrong frogs. DM, DMT frogs. Everybody would have a great time. <laughs> he would have had different dinosaurs. <laughs> poison yeah, dart frogs, frogs, and they're all poisonous and big and like scary. Oh. <laughs> Why didn't they do that for one of the movies? <laughs> Instead, we got like Chris Pratt mixes with the Velociraptor or some shit. Yeah. Poison dart frog, like dinosaur. You know oh, the blue ones? Yeah. Oh my god! And then it's like that would be so ugh. cool. That would be really cool. So things go bad. <laughs> Much like on the set of Waterworld, starring Kevin Koss, a tropical storm hits Isla Nubar and knocks out the power to the whole island. 
de-electrifying all the fences that are keeping the dinosaurs from running around killing people. Mm-hmm. And so they get loose, and I won't, spe- I won't spoil the rest of Jurassic Park for you, so, right? just in case you haven't seen it. Yeah. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but the, the storm was fine on the island, and Sam Jackson was monitoring it in the control mm-hmm. room with Newman, and Newman used that and did his computer virus thing. Yeah, exactly. And the computer right. virus is what shut down the power and drop the security parameters because they also remember we knew they were working because they he pointed out that the velociraptors were testing the weak for weak parts in the fence that's right and like they would throw themselves at the fence to test for weak parts yeah Mm -hmm. yeah and they had like they had abandoned you did not introduce my favorite character hot australian hunter guy who like Saves a bunch oh, of them. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! I'm sorry. There was a hot Australian Shoot hunter guy. Oh yeah! That's oh, what started yeah. the whole thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <coughs> Did they bring that dude back? No, he died. Cameron um, Thor. No, they didn't. He died. Yeah, because cle- yes. he was like clever girl. Oh, no. and then Bob yeah. Sorry, that was his name. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they, I guess if they brought the dinosaurs oh, he did back, die. they can bring yeah. that guy back, but... I forgot. He got yeah. fucked up. Yeah. Clever girl. Yeah. Clever girl. Sweet, Who, sweet what's voice. the actor, Deb? Bob Peck is his name. He was actually a Royal Shakespearean actor for the Royal Shakespeare Company and a long-time British actor. That's Very awesome, well-versed. Right? Was of he stuff, British? So. For some reason, I remembered him being Australian. <clears throat> I don't know. I mean, he was, he was Australian they're one in the and movie. the same. Uh, you you yeah. put a khaki hat on, a British person, Boy, they become Australian. Dinosaurs. Hey, we got British yeah. listeners, all yeah. right. Well, I, I, but I think they gave him, like, a stereotypical, like, uh, like outback hat. Like, yeah. Crocodile Dundee type his name yeah. was well, his, name yeah. the, his name in the movie was Robert Muldoon. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. Robert Muldoon. Yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure he said crikey at one point. Yeah. I think they really leaned into it. Clever yeah. girl. Yeah. No, you're right, babe. Shout out to the hot hunter Robert Muldoon. Yeah. All, That's still all Irish. Yeah. Yeah. All the characters in this movie are great. I've always forget Sam Jackson's in this movie. Dude. Yeah, yeah man. <laughs> I think did he get he got a motherfucker in there, didn't he? <laughs> no, this is PG thirteen. So. You're allowed one. Yeah, you're, you're allowed, allowed one. one. And, 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 man, if you're going to give it to anybody, yeah, give it to yeah, Sam Jackson. It, yeah. <laughs> but he did say hold on to your butts. And that <laughs> he was, does. Uh, that that was like he's fucking smoking that cigarette. It was so he good. Smokes like, like twelve packs in one scene. I swear. he smokes twelve packs in one scene. And what gets me every time, and I'm sure this was a decision by him, was one of his cigarettes literally is just all ash. Like yes, he has not right. moved, <laughs> and the whole thing is fucking ash because he's so like sweating trying to do this shit. And it's so it's just so good. It's just like you can tell. The tensity here, you know? He's like, oh, hold on to your butts, dude. Yeah. Oh, Man, oh. so good. Uh, so, yeah, that's it. Go watch it. If you haven't seen it yet for some reason, I don't know how. If you have seen it, watch it again. Watch, yeah, and if you have seen it, watch it again. Exactly. It, it, it's one of those movies where it's like, if you haven't seen it in a while, go give it another one. It's it's It holds up. It's really good. And now I'm going to get into the production side of this thing. Okay. I told you a little bit about this. I mean, I'm going to recap it a little bit here, get into some more. So it's 1989. Steven Spielberg is discussing a script with Michael Crichton. Uh, who not only was a novelist, but a doctor as well. And uh, he and Spielberg are creating, like I was saying, they're creating fucking ER at the mm-hmm. time with George Clooney. Is ER still going? I think it ended, no. right? Right. It ended. Okay. Yeah. Grey's Anatomy ended, right? Or is it still going? No, it's still no. going. 
Ah, wow. Grey's Anatomy still going at Just, ER. You dive. love Doctors Who Fuck. You know? <laughs> doctors Who Fuck. You know? Was ER... I was going to ask this. Shelby, maybe you know. Was ER a fucky doctor show, or was it more serious? I can't remember. I was Me too neither. young. I don't know. Yeah. I'm sh- I know remember. people in my family watched it, but I don't remember. You can put George Clooney in a show and ask him not to fuck. That's very true. Oh, that's true. That. Uh, that's very true. true. He's got to fuck. He's got to be fucking while he's on the oper- like <laughs> operating mm-hmm. on someone. He's like jerking off the dude next to him or something. <laughs> but uh, so so basically, they're developing ER, and Michael Crichton tells his old buddy Steven Spielberg, uh, "Dude, I'm writing this book. It's about dinosaurs." Um, originally he had this idea where it was like this grad student who accidentally like made a dinosaur basically, but he, yeah, terrible idea. Accidentally. Accidentally. Whoops. Oops. But, uh, but he changed it up and of course he went, he went back to his theme park roots, you know, he went, he dug into that, that Knott's Berry farm trauma (laughs) that he had and changed this whole thing to be Jurassic Park. Wasn't his book called The Lost World? The first one? Yeah. The, the, like, the book was called what the second movie was called, right? Yeah. I, th- yeah. I believe okay. so. I think you're right. Yeah. I think so, too. Yeah. It, that sounds right to me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so he gives Steven Spielberg, like, a manuscript. This thing, it's not published. Oh, okay. This is literally the manuscript of the book. He's like, what do you think of this thing? Give me your thoughts. And Spielberg read it. Uh, he said... It was a really credible look at how dinosaurs might someday be brought back alongside modern mankind, going beyond a simple monster movie. So, Dev, you were kind of saying that earlier. Steven Spielberg said the same thing. He was like, I think this is what this would be like, you know, if we really did bring dinosaurs back. Like, mm-hmm. this is probably about it, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so, before this thing was even published... Crichton had demanded he's he's already got his adaptation fee you know like we were saying I mean Westworld he had already been adapted so he's he's got his fee it was 1.5 million for the film rights and a substantial percentage of the gross as well he gets back in points on Jurassic Park which that did him well wait um, wait uh, so they 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 paid him a million up front. 1.5. Wow. Yeah, yeah. And Universal is just like, just here? Yeah, here you go. Yeah. Uh, Steven Spielberg showed interest. Yeah. And so we're going to buy this thing off of you for 1.5. They yeah. also, they gave him 500 grand to adapt it as well. He adapted the first, he the first script draft was his. Oh, cool. Um, okay. And I mean, that was the first of many, Dude, but the first one was his. It must be nice just to be boys of like one of the biggest directors of Hollywood. Dude, it, this and Top Gun both are oh. basically the theme is like, I got friends in high places. Yeah. You know, for sure. Warner Brothers, Tim Burton at one point, Columbia Pictures, uh, 20th Century Fox, all these people are bidding for the rights for this thing, even though it's basically like they, they kind of all know like Spielberg's going to get it, you know. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. But Universal eventually bought it for Spielberg to do, yeah. paying Crichton that additional five hundred grand. So all said and done, he got this quick $2 million for a manuscript that he has not even published yet, you know, mm-hmm. to be made into a movie. And when you put that through the old inflation calculator, that's about $4.5 million today. That's insane. And on top of when the movie makes money, I'm also going to make a percentage of that. Yeah. So Michael Crichton was, I, his his kids are pretty happy about Jurassic Park, I would imagine, if he had kids. I don't know. He's <laughs> seven feet tall. I don't even know if semen comes that far down, <laughs> you know. Yo, it's, but, it's crazy. Universal's really the house that Spielberg built. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. 
every ride there is just a Spielberg versus a Spielberg thing. Yes. Yeah. No, the man yeah. is king. The man is king. There's no doubt about it. So Crichton, this is an interesting note to me. This is another reason to read the book, which I keep fucking talking about the book, but he said that the book was really long. Uh, his script, he says, is 10 to 20% of the book's content. That's, that's what he says. So oh, wow. okay. apparently the book is... Huge, huge, you yeah. know, maybe, I, I don't think, know. I think, wasn't the book kind of the first and second movie? I, I was about to say. Yeah. I would imagine that's I think how it so. goes. Yeah. yeah. Maybe even the third? So, maybe I looked third, into that sure. and okay. the, but while we were talking, and the Thank book <laughs> was originally Jurassic Park, and then there was a sequel to the book. The second book in the series was called The Lost World, and that came out in 1995, and then in 1997, they combined both of them and released them as one book under the title of Jurassic Park. Oh, okay. So that's probably why there's okay. a lot of this confusion of like, what happened? Mm. What did I read? It depends on which book you picked up from Barnes & Noble, you know? Gotcha. Okay, cool. I see. Gotcha. Cool. Um, Spielberg got another writer to come in and like rework the adaptation, the script. Mm -hmm. One of Universal's writers... And uh, Universal President Casey Silver at the time recommended, I don't know how you say this guy's name, David Kep, K-O-E-P-P, Cope. Uh, and I should know his name. The guy, he was the, at the time, he was the co-writer of Death Becomes Her, which was a huge oh, movie I back in the day. Movie. Yeah, he wrote, he wrote the script for Jurassic Park <laughs> after Death Becomes Her. And I mean, Death he Becomes went on Her had some crazy science in it too, so... Yeah, oh, interesting. I didn't know that. I did not know that. I've never seen that one, actually. Death Becomes Her. But he went on to do a few more things. He did Carlito's Way that year as well. Uh, a few later, a few years later, he wrote Mission Impossible. Uh, he wrote Stir of Echoes, Panic Room. He even wrote Spider-Man in 2002. He is wow. the Today, he is the ninth most successful American screenwriter of all time. The movies that he has written have amassed over $2.5 billion. Holy shit. This guy wow. was this fucking dude, huge nice. writer. Mission Impossible, yeah. Jurassic Park. But dude, the writer, David Kep or Cope, however you say his name, he's not the only... They, there were so many juggernauts that came uh, to be here. Like He's ranked number ninth top U.S. screenwriter of all times. The producer of this thing was Kathleen Kennedy. Now, today, Kathleen Kennedy is the president of Lucasfilms. Yeah. And the second yeah. top... And also yeah. responsible for destroying the greatest franchise the world has ever known. <laughs> oh, gotcha. Indiana Jones. <laughs> Star Wars. Interesting. Oh, Star Wars. Oh, gotcha. I mean, you know, Lucas. That's me just talking whole... shit because I'm, no, you know, I mean, what, I mean, whatever. <laughs> uh, yeah. She is the second top film producer in the world mm -hmm. ever with over $12 billion made for the industry Holy from shit. her shit. Wow. Uh, she's right behind Kevin Feige, who yeah. sits at 25 bill. Yeah. yeah with his little the, Marvel the, movies. The gods at Disney. Jesus, dude. <laughs> like, these people, it's... <laughs> what her... She's a billionaire, for sure. You know, there's no <laughs> doubt be. about it. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's crazy. Oh. But, uh... Oh, and by the way, sitting at number five internationally, but number one in the U.S., Mr. Bruckheimer, baby. <laughs> Jerry Bruckheimer. We were talking about him for Top Gun. We were talking about what a king he is. He's literally the U.S. king at $10 billion for his movies wow. so far. Yeah. Insane. 10 bill, man. Spielberg at the time was coming off of Hook. 
You ever seen Hook? Uh, I love no, Hook. No, no, love seen Hook. Hook. I love Hook. That's so good. Robin Williams. So uh, Dustin <laughs> Hoffman. Dustin mm-hmm. Hoffman. Dante Bosco. And friend of the Dante show. Dante fucking Bosco. Shout buddy out to Dante. our homie uh, Dante. Friend of the Rufio. show. Friend of the show. Rufio. <laughs> Rufio. Uh, so the next thing that Spielberg wanted to do after Hook, and it was funny you were talking about this earlier, was Schindler's List. That was mm-hmm. like. That's what he's going into, like mm-hmm. that. He's setting his mind on Schindler's List. Mm. Um, basically, he wants to secure Jurassic Park for Universal, but he wants to go do Schindler's List and then think about that later. Uh, but at the time, Universal was owned by MCA, or Music Corporation of America at the time, and that was run by Sid Scheinberg, and Sid said, if you want to do Schindler's List... You got to do Jurassic Park first. That's how the contract works. One for us, one for you. One for us, one for you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, even Spielberg at the time, you know, you yeah. he even he had to answer to the Almighty. Yeah, to the Almighty MCA, you know. But Spielberg, I don't think he was like, oh no. I think he was just like, fuck it, let's do Jurassic Park then. Yeah, he's you know? like, oh, I got to do a dinosaur <laughs> thing now. <laughs> I got to do dinosaurs. <laughs> So he told Spielberg he wanted Jaws, but on land, meets Godzilla. <laughs> and then he railed another... I want the fucking ma- monster to work this time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We're not going to have another Bruce on our hands with this shit. Yeah. All right. And uh, here's $65 million to do it. That's where Spielberg was at at the time. What's that in modern day money? When you put that through the old inflation calculator... Go ahead. 130... $140 million. Ooh, $145. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. We're getting, <laughs> we're getting better at this. We're learning our inflations. <laughs> <laughs> Inflation keeps going up every day, so I just keep guessing higher and higher and higher. <laughs> yeah. That number's already outdated. <laughs> yeah, for sure. As of yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, that's actually that might be true. It was, that might be true. It uh, <laughs> it cost five tanks of gas. <laughs> it cost a hundred rubles. <laughs> so, to create the dinosaurs, this was kind of an interesting thing to me. Spielberg originally uh, he thought of hiring Bob Gurr at the time, who that guy designed the giant mechanical King Kong for Universal Studios yeah. Hollywood. Mm. Yeah, the King Kong encounter. Shelby got to do that ride as a kid. I never saw it. By the time. It was- Incredible, and it's a yeah. shame they got rid of it because it was fucking scary. Oh my I, god! I went to. I, I I remember riding it in the one in Florida. If it's the same the ride, the one in yeah. Florida, yeah, has the same terrifying. thing. Yeah, terrifying. Yeah, yeah. that yeah. And the disaster ride scared the fuck out of me mm-hmm. every time. Yeah, me too. When you're a kid, was, it's yeah. so scary. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, sure. I, sharks are my favorite animal, and I was scared of the Jaws ride as a kid. Yeah, yeah also terrifying. Yeah. Oh, the Jaws ride was the one where he would come up to your mm-hmm. little yeah. boat. boat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In California, it's all incorporated. It's all the same thing. It's all the That's same right. ride. That's right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I did do the Jaws ride. I don't think I did the King Kong. We have places yeah. to go, people to see, so we just put it all together. Right. You're, Except you're... in the Florida one, you actually have alligators trying to jump into your boat. Yeah, as well. real alligators <laughs> and a dude with a Colt forty five. Yeah, comes I was gonna out say, yeah, your, your, your boat captain's got a Smoking shotgun. Yeah. In the bushes. <laughs> just firing right next to your ear. Yeah, I'm more worried about the people who I'm surrounded with <laughs> than the big King Kong. Um, so. But uh, basically, they couldn't. They couldn't afford Bob Gurr, even with that budget. It like to make the King Kong that he made for Universal, but for a bunch of dinosaurs was just going to be way fucking expensive. Uh, mm. So Spielberg got back to you know 
brainstorming. Um, he sought the best effects supervisors in Hollywood. He brought in Stan Winston to create the animatronic dinosaurs. Shelby's doing a clap yeah. for him. Stan Winston's a, a whole a whole legend in these streets. Phil Tippett credited as the uh, dinosaur the dinosaur supervisor <laughs> to create dinosaur supervisor <laughs> dinosaur <laughs> supervisor. Uh, I know what a job. How awesome like, is that fucking title? It's like. How many movies, how many people get to be dinosaur supervisor before in their life? <laughs> On their resume. I was a dinosaur supervisor once. Yeah, man, this is this is all... That's one of the reasons why I love this movie. It's just like making this movie is so... It's it just so fun. I know it yeah. probably wasn't all fun, but yeah. it just seems so fun. Yeah, you know? I mean, well, they get to like invent shit which, for this, which is stressful and also cool at the same time. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, and Phil Tippett, he created these go motion dinosaurs for long shots. And this was when everyone started to toy around with the idea that maybe computers can do some of this, mm -hmm. you know. They invented CGI for this movie, right? Yes. That that is where this is going. <laughs> they invented they, the concept of. Yeah. They got mm -hmm. Michael Lantieri to supervise the onset effects, Dennis Muren of ILM, Industrial Light and Magic. They're a huge effects house out here. Again, maybe they even deserve their own episode. They're so fucking Probably. legendary. Yeah. 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 And uh, they hired ILM to do the digital compositing. And they hired an actual paleontologist, by the way, Jack Horner. He supervised like the dino mm -hmm. dinosaur mm -hmm. designs. They would they would he run was shit. Like, dinosaurs him. had feathers and they were like, shut up. Yeah. You shut up. <laughs> shut up and take and another thousand. ILM was a that was a George Lucas thing, right? That's right. Yeah, yeah man, that's right. That's why I, uh, ILM was created for Star Wars. Yeah. 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 So, so and then uh, you know, obviously, did everything else. That Spielberg just called up his boy Lucas. He's like, "Hey, I heard you got some some tech for me." Basically, they work so closely together. I mean, there's I mean, literally a Star yeah. Wars reference in Indiana Jones. That's so. right. Yeah, they were all yeah. friends. It was the two mm -hmm. of them, Scorsese. Like they all were like, and like Brian De Palma. Go. They were friends yeah. too. Yeah. yeah. Hang out. I mean. ILM did uh, Close Encounters of the Third Kind, mm -hmm. 2001 A Space Odyssey. Like, they were yeah. uh, they, they were the go-to for yeah. effects. Yeah, still are. Well, and that's that's how this all came to be. So ILM, you know, we got uh, Dennis Muren of ILM is here on set. And they're just trying all these different things. They're they're creating all these, you know, animatronics, all these maquettes. They're, they're doing... Pre-production, you know, they're basically seeing what this thing is going to look like. That actually did happen, by the way. The paleontologist got very pissed off at them. <laughs> he was like, "The things that you're creating are completely implausible." And they were like, "You, you I knew it. it. I knew yeah. it." They were like, "It's time for you to go to Crafty and uh, get a sandwich, <laughs> get a breakfast burrito." Uh, yeah, they originally had like. The raptors were very like snake-like, I guess, and he was like, well, "They were yeah." Chickens. I thought I, I'm, I'm sorry. I don't mean to like interrupt your information but didn't they no. try to do stop motion at first yeah they were doing some stuff with stop motion and i think that's what these like go motion dinosaurs are i think that was like because they the hired old... like some yeah the like famous stop motion artist yeah yeah that and uh and that's when murin told spielberg he thought the dinosaurs could be built using computer generated imagery and Spielberg in the you know the old famous story he was basically like bullshit you know prove it <laughs> computers can't do that shit you know <laughs> so ILM animators Mark DePay and Steve Williams developed a computer generated walk cycle for the T-Rex skeleton and 
Spielberg came and looked at it, and it was like little dinosaurs walking across the screen, and it was like this fucking historic moment. Mm-hmm. You know, it was just like that's when everything changed. Like there mm-hmm. would all of your Transformers, all of yeah. your all these movies nowadays. Yeah. It all came from these two guys who were like, we can probably make this dinosaur walk in our computer, <laughs> and it'll look cool. You yeah. know, it's <laughs> so crazy, yeah. man. So Spielberg was like, do more, do more of those. <laughs> I want to see more of that shit. You know, so. <laughs> <laughs> they uh, they got back more to work. More that computer shit. <laughs> more of that computer shit. Uh, and Tippett as well. Tippett was like the you know the dinosaur supervisor. That Tippett is the guy who is supposed to be overseeing the creation of all the dinosaurs for the movies. And even he was like, "Shit, that computer shit looks really good." Yeah. You know. And <laughs> there was a famous line. Spielberg asked Tippett. He said, "You're out of a job. You know, does that worry you?" And Tippett said. Or no, he said, you're out of a job. And to which Tippett replied, don't you mean I'm extinct? <laughs> and that was used in the movie. That actual conversation was used like in Jurassic Park. It was That's based on a real moment. Funny. Yeah. Um, and the CGI still holds up. Oh, it dude. is insane how good it looks. It's like they've never done it as well yeah. ever since. Uh, uh, so no, what I think it is, true. well, what I think it is, is the cameras back then were still grainy enough that you could hide like mm-hmm. the CGI with it. Yeah. And they did mix yeah. in some practical stuff too. So the mix of practical with the CGI with just the natural film grain. I think it was really like good. seamless almost. Yeah. yeah. Incredible. CGI looks really bad when it's super clean. And yeah. so like that's when you notice it's really not there, which I mean, that comes down to compositing. Like if you have right. a good compositor, that's they're supposed to hide that. Yeah. But you know, everything's super crisp HD digital cameras. Now it's like, right. you really got to dirty it up to give the, the authentic look that Jurassic Park. Had. Yeah, for sure. I've said it. I've, that's what I've been saying is that CGI hasn't caught up. You know, I think we're too mm-hmm. HD. Well, and devs are so, they're so overworked. <coughs> like they're mm-hmm. underpaid, overworked, and their schedules are insane. Mm-hmm. And like they, that's the thing. Like these, like I swear, like the Avenger movies or the Marvel movies are a great example of like they just don't. They just ma- pump them out so quickly too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I they mean, got, like, Jurassic Park was, so, at it was at the time was going to be a one off. <laughs> like we're putting everything into this one, whereas yeah. now it's like. Okay, we're focusing on this one while we're also working on the next five, you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. They got they they got a toilet by their desk, like a little cardboard box. Basically, you know? yeah. 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 It's like an it's like an Amazon warehouse, but for movie making. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> so uh Tippett though, he didn't really lose his job, luckily. He was he was basically put as like, okay, well, you will now supervise what, like, the dinosaurs, like, you're going to sign off on all of it, all the CGI. Yeah. And so this dude literally was, like, he just kind of, like, went to the zoo and, like, studied animals and saw, like, how animals walk and how animals behave and shit. So now his job was basically, like, just make sure it all looks good. <laughs> <laughs> I think he got kind of a good job. Yeah, in my he was like, yeah, it, it looks like it walks. Yeah, he's like, I better take some <laughs> edibles and go to the zoo for the day. Make sure I'm doing my doing my due diligence here, you know. Uh, <laughs> but he he made some like animatics and stuff as well. Anyway, uh, so that that was yeah the the creation the introduction of CGI. Uh, some might argue, you know, but that's. That's what we know here on Film History, the history of film. And this was all pre-production, mind you. This is They're not even in production yet. This is pre-production for Jurassic Park. Took 25 months wow. of getting Holy everything ready. Shit. Yeah. yeah, dude. This is like... <laughs> I imagine there was a lot of like people kind of 
deferred pay type of, you know, type of shit. Maybe not. I mean, they did already get the budget. $65 million, dollars, yeah. Yeah. I don't like that. <laughs> yeah, Insane. for sure. So on August 24th, 1992, after 25 months of pre-production, <laughs> fucking the day after I had turned four years old, Spielberg and his team headed to, how do you say this, babe? Cow, Kaua? Kaua? I don't know what you're trying to say so I don't Cowabunga Hawaii Cowabunga Hawaii they headed to Cowabunga Hawaii to film are you talking about Kauai yeah there you go Kauai edit all that stuff out where I asked they headed to Kauai, Hawaii. You are ridiculous. Cowabunga, Hawaii, to Kauai, begin filming Hawaii. one of the biggest blockbusters of all time. You know, and funny, now that you break down this timeline, they must they started this pre-production in 1990, and they wrapped, and the movie came out in 93. So they started making this movie probably right when the book got released in 1990, right. when the Soviet Union still existed. And then it came out. After the fall of the Soviet Holy Union, just to shit. give a little perspective. Wow. Yeah, man. That I, The when are we keeps going with this shit. It really does. 93 was a wild year. Kudos on y'all for getting through it. I think we're going through our own 1993 now, you know. But the Jurassic Park movie's not nearly as good. <laughs> oh, man. That's part one. Cool. That's going to be part one. Now I'm going to get part two. I'm going to get you into the actual the swamps of the production the of this thing. Uh, much like Waterworld, we're nice. talking about actual hurricanes knocking out the sets. Oh, fuck yeah. uh, we're going to be talking about... Yeah, don't film shit in Hawaii. Just period. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking cheated in Malibu, man. Jesus yeah. Christ. Right? I mean, I get it. So, you know. Now, do you guys think that... The coronavirus was just a prep for the world for the next thing that gets released from a genetic genetic lab, which is going to be a T Rex. Well, I, I a T Rex so. would be much more fun than coronavirus. Yeah. I'll tell you that. If if coronavirus <laughs> turned you into a T Rex, I feel like people will take it oh, like yeah. react very differently to Although, it. Yeah, being a T Rex. Well, I think yeah. everybody would be signing up for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, being a T Rex. I don't want those little it's... arms though. Yeah. Uh, I don't... You can't masturbate. <laughs> you, exactly. You're, you're you can't the mas- only T-Rex in you your can't continent. Masturbate, you can't masturbate to uh, Dougley Doolittle or whatever that hot Australian guy's name is. <laughs> no, nah, but you're a T-Rex. You, get, you, you scream and threaten to bite somebody and you get them to do it for you. There you go. There you go. <laughs> find a buddy. Everybody find a buddy. Yeah. <laughs> Deb, that's just how like producers make it in Hollywood, right? <laughs> T-Rexes are doing the same shit. Oh, well, I can't wait. Yes, I'm part excited. two and part three. I, I, Yeah, I'm going to keep it at three parts. I'm cool. not going to go over. So, yeah, yeah cool. we'll do three a three-parter part. on this Fuck thing. yeah, that's just for the first Jurassic Park. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, go back and watch the original. Yeah. Fuck the uh, uh, Real quick, I want to get a barometer. Do you guys like two and three? Oh, so I have not seen two or three in oh, yeah, in a hundred oh. years. Okay, right. since I've I might- like oh. two only because uh, Goldblum was in it. Right, that was that was what was appealing about it. But number three, the eh, story was a little whatever. Sam Neill's great, yeah. but they I, were just reaching at that point. Uh, like we need to fucking have an excuse to go back to this island. Oh yeah. no, somebody crashed. 
Right. I, I actually really like three. I like two and three a lot. Uh, I understand three is definitely the worst of those three, but like, mm-hmm. I still like three a lot. Yeah. Uh, and then especially, and maybe that part of that is just because of how bad the rest of them were after that, that like made <laughs> yeah. all the rest of them look better in hindsight. But yeah, uh, two is also, two's got one super absurd part where she's doing like gymnastics at the end, like kicks the dinosaur, yep. but like, Oh, that's um, right. Two also had um, a pre-fame Eli Roth in it. Oh really? As an extra. Oh, mm-hmm. interesting. In the scene but, where Jeff Goldblum is on like a, I think he's on a subway or a bus. I want to say it's the subway. Eli Roth is in the shot. You can see <laughs> like nowadays you'd recognize him. Yeah. Wow. That's cool. But also you get to see dinosaurs or a dinosaur run around San Diego and fuck shit up. Like, yeah. you, know. you know what too made me so sad because he eats a dog and I remember being a kid and being like, well. Fuck this movie. He ate a dog. Never <laughs> That's mind. Right. And he's in San Diego. And I grew up so yeah. close to San Diego that I was like, this is, he's eating dogs. He's near my home. I'm, I'm done. <laughs> Who is this guy? And what are we going to He's, he's cat calling me across the parking lot. He's a T Rex. He's a T Rex like, boop. Yeah. They should have that T Rex just go to SeaWorld and start eating Shamu. It would be a much better off ending for those fish. That would have been actually, oh my God, because that's actually one of my favorite Jaws is Jaws 3D. And it's when he goes to SeaWorld. Oh my and, God. Um, that's right. It's everyone's, a lot of people hate it. I fucking love it. I loved when Jaws went to SeaWorld. That's incredible. And it was 3D. There was a yeah. video game back in the day based on Jurassic Park. It was like in the lore of Jurassic Park. It was called Trespasser. And you yes, went, I remember that. You remember Trespasser, dude? You had to. Yeah. You had to end. You had to like, uh, what do you call it? Independently control both of your hands in the game. Oh. Uh, and it was cool though. I really dug it. And you played this. It? You played this like badass like Tomb Raider type lady. And to check on your health, you would look down and you would see your boobs. And you had a heart <laughs> tattoo. And the heart tattoo would deplete the more health you would lose. God, that's hilarious. <laughs> that is so awesome. <laughs> Somebody like I loved it as a kid from the Bronx. I've never heard of this. That's fascinating. Mom, I'm checking her health. I'm checking her health. That's all I'm doing, Mom. Mom's like, Mom's like, why are you fucking Robert Muldoon in the game? You know, it's like, I don't get out of here, Mom. These are my special socks. But yeah, it was very cool. Yeah, Trespasser, the game for PC. Look wow. that shit up. It was very cool. It had yeah. John, it had uh, Richard Attenborough's voice in it. He played John Hammond. Oh, excellent. There's an angry video game nerd episode Yeah, on this. dude, watch that shit. Cool. No, it was we'll so hard to play. Like, impossible yeah. to play. But uh, Oh my God, I see the heart tattoo. That's yeah. hysterical. <laughs> um, Everybody go yeah. try to somehow get an old download of Trespasser. <laughs> it was very like, shitty graphics, like 8-bit heart. And like, it was, boobs it, are all like, it was okay. and not... <laughs> it was okay as far as video games made after movies go I'd say that's one of the best uh, but that's it everyone that's been part one Jurassic Park can't wait Shelby thank you so much for coming and being a guest on this thank you today. for having me go listen to Scary to Sleep on the Bloody Disgusting Network Woo! Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. anything else things. you'd like to plug any socials or anything like that do you have an upcoming episode that you're like really excited about um let's see um I have oh you can follow the show on scary at scary to sleep anywhere if you have a scary short story you've written and you'd like to consider it to be on the show for me to do a whole um horror production immersive thing to your story then submit it to scary to sleep at gmail.com 
And other than that, just go check out the show. I've got a little bit of everything. So, yeah. Awesome. Yeah, she's growing. She's growing, too, y'all. She's being humble. but Awesome. This bloody disgusting thing is huge. <laughs> Um, well, yeah. you can find me at uh, Drake Cummings on Instagram, Drake underscore Cummings on Twitter, uh, at uh, Hollywood Drake on TikTok, um, and uh, you can also find uh, more of film history on our Patreon at uh, Film History History of Film Patreon. Dylan uh, and Tiger Lily. Yeah, shout out to our newest patron, Tiger Lily. Uh, uh, Love you. Yeah, thank you so much. Uh, if you would like a shout out. Just subscribe. Just just give us money, and we'll say your name. Yep. Um, Three dollars a month. Three dollars. <laughs> so, but we we got some. We got uh, two months of uh, backlog content on there. So if you guys are already gonna be plenty, uh, this uh, month uh, I'm preparing the newest game history episode. We just put our uh, volume three of our outtakes compilation, uh, and uh, and everyone go listen to Grand Theft Auto, the last one we just did. Yeah, man, so good. Thank so fascinating, you. yeah. yeah. Drake, Drake definitely pulled it out. Really interesting, and I'm uh, just I'm, like Robert Muldoon. I'm excited for uh, for for the one this month as well. Uh, and then Dev, are you uh, you're working on a uh, history of everything for our Patreon this month? Yeah, we uh, we you know I want to thank all the listeners out there for being fans, for consistently listening, and also for hitting us up on Twitter. Like, go ahead and engage. We're gonna throw up a poll um, when we do these history of everything things and say. What do you guys like to hear more about, this topic or that topic? For sure. And we kind of get a sense for what you all are interested in so that we can deliver, you know, the content that you guys and gals are asking for. So keep on doing that. And if you want to interact with us um, in addition or, you know, aside from Patreon, obviously go do the Patreon. Hit us up on Twitter. Follow socials. Engage with us. Like... Like, you know, fucking Captain Kirk said, engage, motherfucker. <laughs> Added the motherfucker. But um, find me on Abracadabra Dev on Twitter and Sailor underscore Dev on Instagram. Yeah, nice. nice. You can find us at Film History, the history of film, all over the socials, FHHF Podcast. Uh, you can find me at Jimmy DeLoy or James Y. Scott, depending on where you're looking. And you can also find me sucking on some dinosaur DNA. And that's been Film History, The The History History of Film. Film. You know what I'm talking about.